Hello everyone and welcome to episode number 25 with a very dear friend Joyce Wazirali, Convert Crisis and Adversity into Growth. Joyce is an author, a coach, a consultant. She's the founder and CEO of Unity Conscious Leadership. She is also an entrepreneur, a trainer, and a speaker. For over 30 years, she has specialized in Unity Conscious Leadership. She offers tailor-made leadership programs for individuals and leaders on how they can change their environment and conquer personal and cultural issues from the perspective of unity conscious leadership. Welcome, my dear Joyce. What a privilege to have you here with us. Thank you, Roxana. Thank you for having me. It is my honor, really. And would you please tell us what is the story behind your mission in helping people fully understand interconnection? We are starting with something deep because Joyce is a very complex and deep personality. Right. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so um, it, it started with that I see people trying to take steps forward, for, but for some reason, fall back into old habits, old patterns, and then um, they try again and again. And um, what I see is that people want to change their environments. If they can't find a solution in themselves, they try to change it, their environment. And uh, I, I see the world. So what they do is they look at themselves and their environment as separate. Um, that's um, what they do when uh, people look at the world from dualism, from the lens of dualism. And um, since childhood, I'm looking at the world like everything and everyone is interconnected with each other. So uh, with the lens of uh, unity consciousness and I see different things and uh, I see the root cause of a lot of problems um, that have to be solved but also in the root cause there are uh, there is potential that wants to be um, um, uh, 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 get out <laughs> to um, uh, to free and um, uh, I thought uh, this is something uh, I have to share with the world because um, this is very important and I don't have to keep it for myself. So I started to write in 2019. I started to write my book, Unity Conscious Leadership with Theories and Practical Examples and um, to uh, grow more awareness for people when they read the book and uh, start to look at the world from a different perspective, they can find answers and solutions in, in themselves. And that makes it easier for people, not only easier, but quicker and with a lasting effect to transform. So that was uh, my purpose with um, my mission. And uh, that's what I want to do. It's, uh, easy, quickly, and a lasting effect of transformation. 
Beautiful, Joyce. You have quite a mission going on for us people that are around you that want to be the best version of ourselves. Can you please tell us how your entrepreneurship journey has started and has it been challenging to move from your um, employer mindset to the entrepreneur one? Yeah, um, I started um, as an entrepreneur, entrepreneur three, uh, 34 years ago. So uh, I was an employer. I had uh, staff members. Uh, but at the same time, I was also an entrepreneur because you have your to keep your business going on. And as an entrepreneur, you have um, more things you have to take care of especially for the people who are working at a business. So everyone has a family. Every staff member has a family. So uh, there was a big responsibility because after 13 years, we had 80 staff members working at the office. So it's about 80 families. And they have to, um, uh, they have to get their food and... <laughs> pay their mortgage every month. So it was a huge responsibility. On the other hand, it was, on the other hand, it was also a big family. So we had a lot of joy together. And uh, so uh, I, I missed that part when I started uh, on my own with uh, Unity Conscious Leadership. But uh, on the other hand, I met a lot of new colleagues and new clients and new people and I have a new network, it's different because um, I am free to develop my own business and um, to change because I'm also transforming myself. So uh, I'm, I'm always renewing everything I'm doing with the new insights I get, the new awareness. So it's evolving all the time. And this gives me the space and the opportunity to be at my best for the rest. Beautifully said, Joyce. Can you please tell us how would you say that your journey with fear has transformed through the years? How do you see fear? I don't know fear. <laughs> uh, uh, I, if there is danger, I can feel it, but I don't have fear about the danger. It came through all, all the times I felt danger. It came through and I was protected because I could feel the, the danger. But fear is something that's behind your ears. <laughs> and um, I have always uh, been looking to opportunities if, uh, if there were, were challenges in my life or in my business, um, I, I never felt fear. I only was looking for how can I solve this? <laughs> okay, what can I do to uh, break through or uh, to uh, make it better? But not uh, going into the fear. And I was looking for answers and solutions in myself. How can I change? in order to change my environment or to create what I want to create. And that's what I will always did since childhood. So <laughs> that's why I don't know fear. 
Wow, Joyce, this is beyond inspiring. I loved it when we had our first talk about this. And I believe that you have had this wise mindset from an early childhood since you know that indeed fear is not real. And would you say that you maybe replaced it with love completely so that you shut it off 100%? Well, I didn't shut it off. Um, fear is more uh, in the world of dualism. Um, and love is in the world of unity. In the world of unity, there is only love. There is no fear. And in a world of dualism, you have fear. That's right. Wow. You understand? Wonderful. Yes. You decided to get into love mm -hmm. and anything else. So it's the best choice, definitely. Can you please tell us about your amazing book, which I cannot wait to get my hands on in February? What do you want to know about the book? <laughs> Good question. I want to know it all. What was the story that got you to start writing it? What is your favorite part of the book? Why would you recommend that our listeners and the people watching us would want to get it right away? So uh, where did it start? Uh, I had the idea to write a book for uh, oh, many years, more than 10 years before I started. But I didn't know how. And then um, in 2019, one day I woke up and I, uh, I had no choice. <laughs> the only thing I could do is sit uh, right uh, behind my computer and start to write. And uh, so then uh, at that moment, the uh, writing process started and um, thinking about what was happening in the world. At that time, there was not a pandemic yet, <laughs> but <laughs> I know things will get worse and worse. And so I, I thought, how can I present something everyone can benefit from? And the knowledge I have, the wisdom I get, I put it on paper. My 34 years of experience with people and uh, organization development, cultural change, uh, I uh, put uh, a lot of practical, practical examples in my book about that. I put uh, the wisdom of uh, the Lotus Sutra in it and um, also um, the scientific um, um, science about um, how uh, life is interconnected and how um, everything and everyone is influencing each other. Uh, together with the stories, it's, um, it gives the reader a better um, insight of how their own life is um, interconnected and why the pattern in their life are coming back time and time, time again, and even from generations, from past generations. And uh, that's not only in the personal life of people, but you can see it also in organizations. So um, 
yeah, I, I I wanted to share this with the, with the world, with everyone who is interested, or are looking for answers, or want to see uh, look at things and situations and problems from another perspective than from uh, separateness. So, um, yeah, that's why I wrote the book. <laughs> I had. To. What was your second question? <laughs> You mainly covered it all. Maybe oh, okay. you can share with us uh, what is your favorite part of the book? Mm. My favorite part uh, are the stories. The stories, because um, even now when I read some stories about... Uh, I wrote a story about a man. His name is Peter. It's not his real name. And he was alcoholic. And um, he came to me because he wanted to, uh, he, he one day he discovered he was so lonely and he had a lot of children. Oh, he had children and an ex-wife and <laughs> everything, but no one visited him anymore because um, they didn't like to come to his place. And then he discovered that he was lonely for a long time, since childhood. And that he did everything to keep his loved ones uh, away from him. So he, he came to me and said, I want to make a journey from my head to my heart. I want to connect with my children, my grandchildren. And I know I did a, I did a lot wrong, but I, uh, before I die, I want to correct it. I, I want to feel the love in my heart because he couldn't feel that since he was 14. And every time when I read that story, then I get emotional, but also my uh, clients who uh, are following the course, when they read the story, they get emotional. So um, the stories that touches your heart, and there are a lot of stories that touches your heart in my book, but this is one of them. And there's also a story about, um, um, Oswald, who um, had headache and uh, pain on his shoulders and his neck, and uh, the physiotherapist uh, helped him, but it didn't help for a few hours. And then after many years, he came to me and we discovered that he was carrying a lot of burdens from his parents and his ancestors. And without massage, all the pain disappeared and that was so great. So um, you can read the story in my book. This is a short, uh, short uh, part of uh, the book, but uh, on the story of um, Oswald. But um, there are a lot of stories you can read in my book. And um, yeah, um, by reading the story, you go inside your own life stories and maybe you will discover um, uh, with the lens of unity conscious leadership uh, other things than you did in the past so it's also healing it gives a lot of insights and that was what I wanted to reach with the audience so wow I want to share with our audience once again how impactful the system dynamic work session that Joyce has supported me with 
was for me on the 28th on the 20th of december this is such an important date in my calendar now such strong change has melted away burdens from entire generations as joyce says our ancestors have maybe dealt with very strong emotions and since they may have not had all the tools to work with to eliminate those issues and burdens back then maybe there was not too much knowledge on emotional cleaning or nlp obviously this is a new modern um, science in the new age but i have got to i have discovered so much love and so much joy and fulfillment and happiness and it happened almost all of a sudden but at the same time i still feel the effects every single day my mind has gone to some new levels i feel that i'm so much more sharper my intelligence is growing each and every day because i have eliminated some very strong barriers that you know i felt them but i could not really relate them to anything that was happening around me because i do a lot of work on myself since i am a nlp trainer but you know there's just so much that you can work on yourself you need help and that's why i recommend that you get in touch with joyce you are going to find all her details in the description of this audio on spotify and on youtube since you are looking for answers you want to become your best version you need to let your mind rest from so much emotional burden that you honestly don't have any idea where it comes from it does come back from generations and generations be brave enough and courageous enough to know when it's time to get help i honestly think joyce that asking for help is the bravest thing that we can do what do you think about this i totally agree yes because um, sometimes we don't see what the problem is <laughs> or the root cause of the problem is and then you need someone who can help you uh, find it and uh, help you solve it yes joyce is very loving and transformational and every talk that i have with you brings me so much joy and i feel that my heart smiles you are such a kind and sympathetic person and you truly get to be such an inspiration to everyone getting in contact with your vibe even if we haven't met yet in person yeah. <laughs> hopefully this happens uh, in the in the following months and maybe we get so. uh, we get back to uh yeah you know maybe it's a bit strange to say we're going back to because we don't want to go back we want to evolve so maybe this pandemic is something that we all have needed a break and then start things 
stronger, with more purpose, and with so much more meaning because we know how things may change now. So we, I, this is a personal lesson of mine. I'm just making sure that I use my time wisely because there are things that do not depend on us. No. But we can create our world or our environment. It's very important. I wanted to ask you about this. Please tell us. I know that your book is about leadership and cultural change. Can you please tell us who are the leaders according to Unity Conscious Leadership? According to Unity Conscious Leadership, everybody is a leader, everyone, every person. Uh, you don't have to be a CEO to be a leader. You are a leader of your own life. You are a leader of your own business, but that's another thing. <laughs> but we are all leaders. We are all equal. That is uh, according to Unity Conscious Leadership. So there is no difference between people. I completely agree because we are maybe even our architects, the constructors of our lives. And regarding unity conscious leadership, can you please also tell us how do you see leadership in the cultures of organizations? The culture of organizations, uh, yeah, culture is something very complex. <laughs> it's uh, too complex to compre comprehend with your head, but um, because the in a in an organization, the past, present, and future is present there in the here and now. But also, everyone who works in the in the organization takes with them their past, present, and future. So it's a melting pot of past, present, and future of all the individuals and, and the organization, the system, and uh, that affects each other. Um, and that creates uh, patterns and paradoxes. And it's very complex to comprehend, but if you can um, um, see it from the perspective of uh, the system dynamic, how the dynamic works, and knowing that even if you're the director, you are a part of the system. You, are, you have also your past, present, and future um, in a system. So it's not only that the individual work, do the personal work, but also the director, the owner, everyone, every single person is a co-creator of what's happening there. And, um, and a lot of solutions are, are the cause of the problems are in the past, but also the solutions are still there. So um, it, you need someone who can look through that system and um, see the potential of the people who are working at the organization um, and um, how, to solve, who, how to solve problems uh, at the root cause. Uh, and um, to be able to look ahead, to look forward. What will happen if I change now this or that? 
what will happen next. I can give you an example. Uh, I have had my own company with 80 staff members. And um, it started with one, two, three, so not immediately 80. And um, then the people get emo got emotional, uh, for instance, there was not one, but more. Then I was thinking, how do I feel? And then I realized, oh, deep in myself, I feel, I feel emotional. But I didn't realize. So I used uh, my staff members, my environment, as a mirror for myself. And when I worked on my own emotions, my own pain, <laughs> I didn't realize uh, before, then uh, they were not emotional anymore. <laughs> so This is amazing. I, I have heard this amazing and mind-blowing. I'm just so mind-blown about this concept that once you heal everything inside of you, what a surprise to see that everyone around you <laughs> is healed as well. Can yeah. you please share with us what uh, process maybe do you use? Something that maybe our listeners can be inspired, our listeners and uh, viewers can be inspired uh, to use as well. Um, what process? Do you mean the, the guidance? What kind of guidance? Or uh, oh, several is tailor-made. It depends on the story of the person and uh, what they want to achieve. Um, so I, I give tailor-made guidance, but I also have uh, courses, leadership courses for one year. And then during that, uh, the course, they learn how to use the lens of unity conscious leadership um, in their life. And um, it's amazing because the first group started in February last year. And uh, next month is the uh, final uh, module. So we are finished then. And it's so amazing what has changed in their life and in their business and um, their professional life um, and how they realize that they are the creators of their own environment. But they get also tools to solve their own problems on, on themselves from the lens of unity conscious leadership. So I share a lot of secrets and I give a lot of keys to the people who are uh, following this course. And uh, I have a lot of guidance on uh, um, uh, discovering your talents and your mission, because that's important uh, to take your own inner leadership. And uh, I, I, have a, I have a lot of tools and I, uh, I make a lot of tools myself. So. Um, it's always going on. Yeah. Thank you for mentioning this, Joyce. Our fearless friends, you have all the details that you need below this video and below this audio to get in touch with Joyce, to learn more about her fascinating work. And going back to this amazing book of yours. You're not off the hook with telling us more about your book because it's, it's indeed fascinating, fascinating. And I can't wait to truly get my hands on it very soon. Can you please tell us how does health, happiness and peace look like? 
with the lens of unity conscious leadership and if you would give our audience a few tips for success that would be just perfect okay the first question health happiness and peace and health health according to unity conscious leadership is about healthy relationships and what i uh, found out for many years is that when people are living in an unhealthy relationship or unhealthy environment, they don't feel healthy. They, they get sick, they get tense, they get stressed. So a healthy relationship is very important, but it start, also starts with a healthy relationship with yourself. So um, through the lens of unity, conscious leadership, health is the uh, is about uh, creating a healthy relationship with yourself by solving uh, the traumas you carry in yourself um, by the triggers when people meet each other they can get triggered or uh, in a certain environments people can get triggered on a negative way then it's good to go inside and um, discover what was the trigger and but also what were your thoughts or what were your words or what were your feelings? So what you do is go from outside to inside and then try to investigate, find patterns, and then you know where the root cause is and find help to solve that for yourself so that you get more healthier with yourself. And then everything you solve in yourself uh, make uh, change your environment in a positive way. So uh, that is what health is. Um, and then happiness. Happiness. You have two kinds of happiness. You have relative happiness and absolute happiness. Relative happiness is when people buy clothes, for instance, and they feel happy. But after a while, okay. <laughs> The happiness is gone or go on holiday, feel happy, but after a while, that feeling is gone. But absolute happiness is a feeling of happiness that you have in yourself. And despite of your situation or uh, maybe people are sick or you don't feel sick, but you can still feel happy. That is absolute happiness. So it's not related to something outside yourself. It's something you are building up in yourself. And that's what you can reach with unity, conscious leadership. Uh, peace, uh, peace uh, from the perspective of unity, conscious leadership, it starts with inner peace and um, inner peace uh, from, from unity. So it's not, um, people sometimes say, if you want peace, there is also war. But that's not from the perspective of unity. That's from the perspective of duality. Yeah. And then that, that's a big, big difference. In unity, there is only peace. There is no war. And um, yeah, uh, the tips for success. Uh, get to know your talents and your mission. That's the first one I would like to recommend. Uh, second, use your environment as your mirror uh, and use the triggers to do um, self-reflection and work on yourself. 
Uh, the third is working on your personal development. The uh, fourth is find answers and solutions in yourself. And the fifth is follow your heart. That's very important. And if you have problem with uh, going to your heart because you are stuck in your head, Unity Conscious Leadership can help you to make the journey to your heart. And um, by working on your self personal development, you can uh, uh, transform your trauma into potential because in, in a trauma is still the potential is locked there. In. So um, you can uh, refill the potential. I can give an example about this. Um, I once had a client who came to me. She was unemployed and was, she was looking for a job, so I would help her. And um, within five minutes, she said, it will be very hard to find a job for me because uh, my husband doesn't uh, support me. And uh, I said, what do you mean by that? Oh, he never gave me compliments and say, you're doing well and you're doing good. And uh, okay. And I asked her, and uh, what do you think about yourself? <laughs> uh, do you support yourself? Uh, no, she said. <laughs> so I said, oh, you're looking uh, for uh, the support outside yourself. <laughs> I said, there is a reason why you can't find the support in yourself. So I, uh, I went to uh, dive into her background <laughs> together with her. And, and we found out that she didn't felt support from her father when she was a young girl. So uh, she didn't know when she did things well or not well. And uh, so she, yeah, she always needed someone, support from someone. And it happens to be that it was for generations that the children didn't feel support from their parents. And we worked on that system. And then, um, yeah, she realized that in the trauma she carried, uh, there was her self-confidence. She couldn't uh, get in touch with her self-confidence. But after the session, she, she had the self-confidence and a lot changed since then. I didn't have to help him, her so much. She found her job <laughs> without my help. <laughs> the only thing I did <laughs> was this, to refill her self-confidence. And uh, yeah, so it's better to explain with an example, I think. Yeah. Thank you, Joyce. You said so many amazing things. I wanted to ask you about this duality. There are so many quotes out there that may sound supportive at first. Maybe you also saw them. Oh, you cannot have light without darkness, you cannot have joy without being upset because then you will not know that beauty of feeling the positive side rather than the negative. But I also realize, and it's so much more clear now after listening to you say this, these are very strong limiting beliefs yes. that make us think that we need to go through hardship and have a tough life and at the end, the sun will shine. Sun will shine after the storm. And now I realize that 
we should put ourselves in the focus of ourselves, meaning to clean up everything that we feel that is not helping us. And someone as wise and as skillful with so many tools, as you said that you have joys, can give you this new perspective, new approach on life. Joyce, I wanted to ask you, do you think that we, humanity, have attracted this very strong change that the pandemic has offered us? What do you think about this? <laughs> it's, it's a thin line. Eh? <laughs> um, uh, yeah, everything we are in now is also created for centuries. It's, it's created, it's not uh, the people now, but it's, it's created for centuries. And we have had many pandemics, it's not the first one. This is also a pattern. The pandemic is also a pattern. We have had several pandemics uh, through the centuries. So, um, but we haven't learned about it yet. <laughs> There's another thing um, that, um, if you look to the uh, how everything is interconnected with each other, then there there is a big message people don't realize. It's not about only protecting yourself, but we are also connected with nature, and all the fires come from nature. It's their protection. So maybe we we should be kind to nature and um, give them space. <laughs> beautiful oh my goodness beautiful thank you so much for mentioning this and for being so magical as you always are when we have our talks it's such a pleasure Joyce can you please tell us what inspires you besides the need and the desire to help humanity become one, eliminating, maybe it's a word that uh, I should not use, eliminating dualism, but what drives you more than helping people become the leaders of their lives? Is there anything else? Um, what drives me? Um... Um, what drives me is my mission to con contribute to health, happiness, and peace. That that is my drive, and um, uh, through sharing the lens of unity conscious leadership, and unity conscious leadership is like a bridge, a bridge you can cross from uh, um, dualism to oneness, to um, separateness, to unity, and I think. If, if we all take that step, there can be more. Uh, people are not sick, so sick anymore. There is more healthy people in the world. Uh, there is uh, more joy and happiness. And there is more peace in the world. And I think we don't have to work so hard to pay for all those things. 
<laughs> what we are doing now. <laughs> so we can enjoy with a little and uh, not only earn money to pay all the taxes for health, happiness, and peace. <laughs> you are so right. And uh, since it's all inside of us, it's both very simple and complex at the same time. It only gets challenging if you don't get the proper support to get you through those emotions, because I'm going to say this one more time. There are certain things that you yourself cannot do by yourself. You need help. You need someone to guide you. It's not that you don't have what it takes. It's just that when you have an issue, you're with your head in the problem. I always say that you can imagine a bucket. You don't see more than the roundness of the bucket. And Joyce comes to get the bucket of um, your head and gets you to see all of the opportunities and the perspectives that you can always have just as you open your eyes more. And I was telling uh, Joyce before we started that before an event or before an important meeting, I would have such a, an unease in my stomach. Now this has disappeared and I could not relate this to anything that I could think of consciously, subconsciously. And um, once again, have a talk with Joyce you will see in the description that she also offers um, a bit of a session for free if you want to go and talk with her because this is how generous she is. She's so kind and willing to help. And Joyce, one of our last questions, can you please tell us what would you suggest to a young person to focus on at the beginning of their journey? Um, it's uh, important to know your talent and your mission and uh, use that as your compass because that's very important if you want to make decisions yourself if you know where your what your uh, talents are it's, uh, when you use your talents you feel happy <laughs> it's something that is linked with each other you get energy and uh, second is uh, keep working on your personal development. Uh, and the third is uh, be the change you want to see in the world. I love it. Be the change you want to see in the world. I like this more than anything because this gets all the responsibility to you. You mm. become your best version you offer yourself all the love and all the compassion that you need to accept yourself and then to support yourself fully. Joyce, before we go, can you please tell our audience how can they get in touch with you? Oh yeah, they can uh, get in touch with me uh, by uh, going to my, visit my uh, website. I have a YouTube channel. 
Uh, I have Facebook. Uh, um, I'm on LinkedIn. Uh, I post um, once in a two week uh, something on LinkedIn. Very interesting. Now I'm, uh, I've written a lot about um, uh, the personal leadership, and now I'm writing about cultural leadership. So, if you're interested, please read it. And I'm also uh, on Instagram, so so you can see me on uh, social media. And when you want to make an appointment, you can send me an email. You can find the details in my website. So beautiful, Joyce. Thank you so much for coming on today, for sharing all these amazing tips, for giving us your wisdom and your amazing magical energy. Thank you so much for joining us. You're welcome. Thank you for inviting me, Roxana. And I enjoyed this interview. Thank you so much. Thank you very much.